Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt. Who happen to be homies Just joining on the junkies Yeah, it's bit season What a time to be alive Bit season, couple of regular guys It's bit season Go have yourself a laugh It's bit season Ha 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 Good afternoon. Welcome to Bit Season Episode 6. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm here with my fellow producer, Matt Valdez. Morning, Drab. Good hey, afternoon, buddy. Drab. Whatever. I guess the afternoon now. Uh, AWOD, what's up, my man? What's going on, guys? I did like the AWOD came in here today on fire. He was ready to go. You know, he's been pouting the last couple weeks he, when he uh, came, he got came us, in here late. He got us props for the show today. He's he, ready to go. Yeah, he knew uh, the outline and the rundown. Just doing what a good executive producer does. Hey, I love it. Keep it up. Yeah, we had we had a massive week on the junkies. We had a lot of fun. We're getting away from the Washington football talk as much as we can. We know it's important for this for the sports show, but we are finding a lot about the junkies and their personal lives. There's a lot of gems this week. A lot of just hidden gems. Right. There was a lot of digging about uh, what was going on, but there's a lot of good content out there. And it especially happened today. When we got into the final segment before bit season, right? We uh, we done this before, where we bring in coworkers to see if Eric knows who they are, and this all stemmed from B Mitch having kind of a brain fart. And we told Eric this that Brian just had all he did was just have a, a foggy brain, right? He, right, Brian Mitchell. For some reason, Eric took it personally that he didn't give EB credit. Yeah, Brian. He's relatively new at, at, at 10, 10, 15 Half Street. He's been here since November. He's been on the fan, I think, since February, March. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a lot of fun to have here in the office. And he he's a great co-worker. He is a great co-worker. He's all he's, he, fu- he's funny. He's engaging. He doesn't get caught up in any gossip. He has no time for BS. He just likes to come in here, do his job. Get involved in stick circles if he can, and then get the hell out of here. The perfect right. coworker. Right. I especially like him because I talk golf. You talk golf with him, but he doesn't. He doesn't talk too much about people's personal lives. He doesn't get to know you that well. He's kind of like cakes, <laughs> right? He's a more athletic cakes. Yeah, more athletic cakes. <laughs> so Eb was same, offended. Same, same haircut. 
Different build. Right. EB was offended when he thought that B. Mitch didn't know his name after all these years of being colleagues together in the same industry, in the same city, hanging out together. Right. Doing turns appearances out, and stuff like that. Turns out Eric was wrong. But I thought it was great producing by actually the three of us. And I got to give Adam props. It was so great to have Adam back here for a, a bit segment. Right. There was, a, there was a lot of running around because we pulled this together uh, in the last segment where we would bring in some of the co-workers and then Brian, along with Eric, since this is Eric's baby, this is his thing, is that they would have to name uh, who we brought in. This is the second or third time we've done this, and it's always a home run. And it always just kind of, we spring it on him, and he doesn't know who we're going to bring in. Eric hates it because it's embarrassing for him, but he's a good sport for doing it because I know it makes listeners laugh, and it makes us laugh just because the junk's, the junk's rea- the reality uh, in the workplace is a million times different than ours and uh, anyone who is in an office or even works from home. Yeah. How many people would you say work in this office if the salespeople are here? Uh, if everyone's here, I would say 60 people. I, would, I was going to say 50 to 75. 50 uh, is kind of a uh, low, yeah, low yeah. ball. Somewhere in there. But there's so many people that have been involved in the junkies show for years and years and years, mostly salespeople, that have put money in Eric's pocket. That mm-hmm. See, that's that's the funniest part. And that's part. the gem of this. And maybe the listeners didn't pick up on that when we first brought Carolyn in here. Yeah, Carolyn Gregory is a sales executive who holds the biggest account on the station. Right. You, hear, you hear the amount of gambling ads that we do. She uh, works with FanDuel, one of the biggest ones for this station. Not I only this station, I would. but... Other stations, I too. I would kill to be Caroline Gregory. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she has, I don't know if she put the work in or these these accounts are dropped in her lap, but to have fan all the sports betting accounts that she runs, that she gets a commission off every time an ad runs or every time she makes a deal. Yes. Oh, my. She's got, she has got to have a house in uh, on M Street somewhere. Yeah, she's She's got a beach property somewhere. Yeah, right. FanDuel is paying for her beach condo. But what, what is funny is that Eric has done so many FanDuel reads, and with his live read, Eric feed, Eric has about two to three, two to four FanDuel's only. All right, this isn't uh, it doesn't include like Comcast or any other live reads. Yeah, but this is just FanDuel only. We joked around that that she has put a hundred thousand dollars in EB's pocket. I don't know for sure, but it might, honestly might be around there. <laughs> if, I would have to go through and count. The number of live reads Eric has per day, but it might be close to that number that Fan, FanDuel only is is paying in terms of the fee. So we brought in Caroline and two other employees that at least EB has. I know we've know he's seen in has the seen or had interactions. They with. work the same time shift basically, so he he should see them around the. Building. They're in the office the same time Eric and the rest of the junks are. So when we brought in Caroline, who sends us emails, she's always lingering outside the studio here. He had no, he knew her face, he just had no idea who she was, and he put his hands over his face. He was so embarrassed because he knows that she, that she's his cash cow, <laughs> right? And he didn't even know her name. If if, if, if <laughs> I had somebody giving me that amount of endorsements, if look. We love Nat, and we will never forget Nat's name. And he's, not, and, he's not, and he's not giving us uh, FanDuel money. Right. I know that. And then we brought in Patricia DeLima, who is here every single morning for 
an entire show when there's only about seven people in the building. And she's here, and she makes small talk with Eric in the cafe. We're, we're in the, in the, the break only ones. Room. We're the only ones lingering around the break room and cafeteria at five thirty in the How morning. How long has Patricia Delima been hosting mornings on El Zol? Uh, well, she's been here since day one, since we moved to DC. She she was in Lanham. She was in Lanham. She has been around for say, at least a decade. I was going to say eight to ten years, at least. It may be twenty. I'm not quite sure. I know she's been around ever since the Junkies, or since Drab has has. Uh, been producer of the junkies she's always been around she's so friendly she's beautiful she she's so engaging every time the eb had no idea who she was everybody else was just giggling because of course that's patricia but right. he's so forgetful it's, that he just it was so clueless about her I, 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 here's the funny part is that eric has probably given her a hug like all of us has. <laughs> she loves she's, to give hugs. She loves to give hugs in the morning and everything like that. So it's it's a lock. Eric has put her, her his arms around her and not known her name, and that's that think that's hysterical to me. <laughs> and then the last fellow that we brought in was this kid named Anthony. Now Anthony hasn't been here that long, but he works hit thirty feet away from the studio. He He's is right in, down the hall. He is in the the nine eighty studio from nine to noon every day, producing Travis Thomas's show. He's in that studio. He's he's walking around. He's in the bullpen like all day. He's in I the bullpen all the time. All the time. Yeah, and on mm-hmm. the computers. Eric has probably seen him hundreds of times. And he, Eric walks in and goes, "I've never seen this guy before." Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I actually think if the junkies did their company emails more often, yeah. if they use them, they would see the names, and that would help them kind of put two and two together. But since the junks aren't on their company emails, they have no idea who some of these people are. Ever since the pandemic was over, I told myself, when people come back into this office, I'm going to change. <laughs> I'm going to make an effort to learn people's names that I don't even associate with. So day one or day two, we come back in the office, and I only see these people in the bathroom. Right, We're standing next to each other, stalled. Take, a urinal, a leak. Urinal, urinal. And I make some small talk. I say, hey. Because I figured that was the perfect time. I was so embarrassed beforehand that I'd see all these people, and I wouldn't know their name. And so it was just awkward. we just say hi to each other. So when we the pandemic, I was like, dude, it's been so long. I haven't seen anybody. What is, what's your name again? And then they would tell me, and I would take 10 steps outside the bathroom, and I'd forget his name again. <laughs> and, I, and I keep seeing these same donks over. There's a guy that's jacked, and he wears dress shirts, and he's always in the bathroom. He's like our age, somewhere in, the, in his 30s. I have no idea who he is. He could be the top sales guy. I, I, and it's gone so long now, and I've seen him so many times since he's come back. That that you're I, afraid to ask him. I, I'm afraid to. And I don't think he knows my name either. I, I was going to say, it goes both ways because, is it is it Jackie? Jackie, it might be Carolyn who doesn't right. know us apart. She doesn't know which Matt is which. That is majority you guys do of the share people. a name, and on every that email is the, it is Matt. That is the majority of the people here. Like you don't, you, you guys don't go by Valdez and Drab on emails. No, we don't. No, we should though. We, probably, because I get called Drab all the time, and you get called Valdez all the time. Which, yeah. by the way, is kind of insulting. I don't get sized that people call me Drab. I, I'm not 40 years old and balding, <laughs> and plain and boring, and always wearing gray. <laughs> hey, what, what are you taking shots at me for? <laughs> it was easy. Um, so Eric, we we we'll, we'll have to break that out again in in a few months. When, when See, some... the, here's the genius producing yeah. is that we ha- we have like five different people again, and we bring back Carolyn Gregory. Oh, <laughs> and she yeah. and she yeah. still, still doesn't know who she is. 
But Patricia was so pumped up to come in here. When I went to see her, she was like, I got a million things to do. How long do I have? And I said, you have three minutes. And she finished everything she was doing. She ran over here. By the way, genius by, because Patricia knew all the guys' names. Right. Because she's not selfish. Exactly. (laughs) And then she knew their, she knew their names. Did anyone catch this? Because the boxes on TV. She watches the junks on TV. She watches the junks on TV. Might even has them on while she's broadcasting. And then she knows by where they are on the TV who's who's who. Yeah, I, I like Kind of it. a genius move by her. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, so, Eric, we love teasing him about that. Eric Eric was on fire this week. There was a lot of things. A lot were, of Eric news. Well, if you listen to the junkies, you know that like everybody kind of has a role, right? And Eric's the one who's easiest to pick on because <laughs> he just blurts things out. He'll, he'll blurt out his opinion. He's so uninformed about everything, and he has memory loss. That he's so easy just to poke right. and to get great content out of. But obviously, Cakes is the zing king. He's he's the laugh track. He's got the quips that everybody likes. Yeah. He's lighthearted. Jason is more the diehard sports fan. He knows everything that's going on in sports. Mm-hmm. JP's more the contrarian. He'll take the opposite side during a, a topic or an argument just to provide good radio. But Eric is going to be he. Eric's going to fuel bit season. <laughs> don't you? Don't you agree with that? We need we go we, as EB. You know, goes. we need Eric to sit in one one show. We it, I I would love that. And and now we're hearing that Jason is listening to bit season. Oh yeah, we, I'm psyched for Jason to listen. That was actually I know I know. Adam's how do you not. feel about that? <laughs> actually, I think everything's smooth with me and Jason. He gave me a do- a donut today. Gave me a fist pump. On yeah, the but way you understand out. that Jason, probably laced with cyanide. Yeah, but Jason's so unplugged that he doesn't know that you talked about his daughters in episodes one and two. Well, you know, what? I did it, it for the downloads. Okay, let's leave you got, it there. to get people talking. Yes, it was, you know, I don't really have anything negative to say about him or his family. No, see, Adam's just stupid. Adam can just claim stupidity if if anyone told Jason what he what Adam said. Because what he what he did was just stupid. It, it, it was stupid. <laughs> it was it was a brain fart. It was a Beamage brain fart. He wasn't trying to be offensive. He's just dumb and he and he, and he doesn't think things through sometimes. But Jason is now listening to Bit Season. That, at least he's going to listen to this week's episode. Does that change your approach to the show at all? None, none whatsoever. I just know that this won't be uh, his cup of tea. This is this is going to feel like uh, uh, grueling outdoor labor to him. Yeah, it, the only thing that would get Jason interested in is this, if we talked uh, WHIP and yeah, ERA. If I book Trace McSorley, uh, Mark DeRosa, <laughs> and uh, Brian uh, LaRoche to talk baseball playoffs. Yeah, yeah if we broke, yeah, if we broke down uh, the baseball playoffs and Trace McSorley's rehab, he'd Has probably there listen. Has been a non-sports segment that you remember Lurch getting like butt sized for? Well, I mean, he gets sized for like like Hollywood talk, I guess, right? A little if bit. If it has to deal with net worth. And and financial stuff. I Jenna think, Fisher. I think so. He well, doesn't even well, show that much What do you make about Lurch today talking about how his story with Jackie, right? Jack. Okay. Yeah. I actually didn't know that story, and I, I was laughing with my teeth out. But Jason's unwillingness to relive the past because he's embarrassed. I and under- he says that his daughters are listening. Well, First of all, his daughters aren't listening. There's no chance well, his daughters are listening. Well, ex- see, here's the thing is that I understand he's probably embarrassed by the story, but don't use the daughters are probably listening as your excuse. Just, you know, just say, oh, I hate this story. It's embarrassing. Okay, but you're 34, right? So right. say you have kids and your kids are now 10 years old and, w- w- and you're Jason's age. Right. And 
EB still doing a show, and he's bringing up for the rugby players <laughs> yeah. you used to pork back at, uh, <laughs> at Maryland. Are right. you going to be embarrassed and tell those stories knowing that that uh, little little Matt Junior Matilda's listening? Or Matilda. Matilda. <laughs> well, this this is how I would look at it: is that the reason that my daughters or my my kids are in college and I'm paying for college mm-hmm. is my entertaining ability and, and me hosting a show. So I wouldn't have any shame. Uh, talking about porking uh, rugby players in, in college. One thing I've always said, and, and, and I learned this a long time ago, was tell your family members not to listen. Oh, I do that all the time. That's what you guys right. told me day now one. I to- we, we, now, we- my wife is listening to Bit Season, which is already creating problems. But as far- <laughs> oh, I want to dive <laughs> yeah, into that. I wanna- <laughs> That's going to be a topic later on. Well, she was, uh, I'd have to think about it, but there was definitely a discussion one day where she was, she said I shouldn't, you know, I, I don't even remember what it was. She doesn't it, want you telling stuff about Was it the Dr. Phil on. thing? No, no, You gave no, away no, a big no. secret. No, she, she doesn't really care. I just know that, like, she's listening, so I don't want it to, I I, I don't want to she, she censor myself. It was something, is I think. Is it a topic she, of dinner conversation? <laughs> she wasn't upset, I, I remember now. She wasn't upset, but she was, she was curious why i was bringing up the role-playing stuff again and i said it wasn't my fault hey wad brought it up and i just confirmed it yes right that that's happened and then you before. then you said stop listening i said stop listening please doesn't she know that that we're all being entertainers she knows that she she, she was just that, getting she should understand she should understand that by now she she, she understands that but i know i have two girls will i will i talk about um you know, uh, ice cream, panty jobs in, in 15 years. Right? <laughs> will, you, will you tell the ice cream story over? I'd like to think when, that when I they're, would. When I, they're when they're 15 years old, yeah. Are you going to tell your your? I think I will. Dessert story. I think I will because this. I've thought so much about it over the years of how angry I get when when guys censor themselves because they're embarrassed about their past or, or how mm-hmm. it's how it's going to be viewed in their older age. We've done what we've done. I've smashed my brother over the head with a rock. You brought that up a few weeks ago. I of know. course it's embarrassing, but you have to go along with it sometimes. Yeah, but you're going to tell your daughters about at the Borgata with Bodie walking into you seeing lit erotica on your Oh my god, am I going to tell <laughs> Am I going to tell them about it? No. Will they find out about it if, yeah, if, if it's they discussed? No, I, 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 I've, I've told said this for years. My girls won't even know what a radio is. <laughs> There's not going to be a radio in our house. She'll be lucky if we have internet with her with, that she they can get on to, yeah. to stream. They won't even know what FM is. No, it's the only serious in the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to have no idea what talk radio is. <laughs> that's funny. I, I'm just going to tell her, like Jason, I'm but, in radio sales. <laughs> but that's see, that's my problem is that. This is this is how you make your money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Jason makes his money through telling the, these stories. But in Jason the past. doesn't realize that, he, that he's a that, great storyteller. He is. He's so awesome maybe, at it. Maybe he realizes it, but he gets so. And the stories about are so it. funny too. And some of them, like they're just so out there, and like he get he and he's embarrassed by them. So, it, it, I think that is it kind of it kind of makes it, the story it, is his really uh, secondhand embarrassment embarrassment of retelling and i guarantee you jason's got better stories than anybody (laughs) eb's kind of like he's the great he's eb's a great storyteller as far as like something happened this weekend and he's recanting it jason's stories from like when he was in his 20s i bet are legendary and some of them we know and some of them we'll just never find out about the grave he'll take to the grave i mean i was probably so good when he was saying everyone was calling him daddy (laughs) i mean come on 
Oh, you oh, mean at, at the tailgate? Yeah, we'll so get dad. funny. Yeah, we'll get dad. To that. <laughs> hey, can I get you a beer, Dad? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Just the way he said that. It's funny. Yeah. Funny. What um what do you make of Jason going down to Virginia Tech? Again, we talked about it early episode of Bit Season. It just well, it just confirms what we said before about him. He went back to Center Street and he brought his broski along. And and the thing that <laughs> is the he was the only old guy there. What did I tell you? They look Center Street seems like to, the domain of kids. Every time he goes, he says, "I'm never going it's, back to it's Center not, Street." It's not like there's other old people there with mm-hmm. him, or you know what I mean. There's yeah. not a pocket of parents that are going is down he, there. Is at he all. doing tailgating wrong? Yes, and I'm going to tell you exactly what he should do to earn the respect of his daughters. Okay. Okay. What what. Jason should do is that he needs to befriend his daughter's friends, or if they're in a sorority, they're all of those dads. All right. So whoever his daughters that are. That sounds miserable. Oh, okay. So what? You got to fake, uh, be nice. And, well, and they fake might, he might have something. He might know. have something in common. Right. right okay. Or you know what? Just go down there with your steampunk broski. Yeah. He, he okay. Brings, he brings his, all right. Just go down there down. with him. That's. But you get up, get a parking pass. And get a legit tailgate going with your tent and your grill and everything. And you invite your daughter and her friends to your tailgate before they go to Center Street. So they stop by before they go do their thing. So that way you're not following them like a lost puppy dog uh, through the midst of everyone getting hammered. Right? Yeah. And and you give, you provide them with some food. All right, maybe uh, pour a white claw in a solo cup for him, and something like that. What is he supposed like to tailgate that. in the in the stadium and, parking and lot? And so he so he tailgates with all of the, the alum oldies. with all the alumni and oldies and everything, and he hangs out there where it's more his speed, and he's not embarrassing his daughters by going to Center Street. Aren't you a little bit jealous though that he's he's making the rounds? With of all course the I am. Kids. Of <laughs> course I am because that's, that's all of that's our Adam's dream. dream. I, that's he's all lit. of our dream is is to be that young yeah, again. Yeah, but Adam says on the show he wants to go back to VCU. He wants another shot. <laughs> I actually think Adam would cream in his pants if he was with Jason in Center Street. I want to go. I might have to commit to it for bit season and just make a trip. Can the I video can... the videos were were pretty. Awesome. Let me. Let me uh, they got, were pretty. I mean, uh, I got a. I got a comment about that, and and, and this kind of wrecked me. Jason acting like Virginia Tech is so wild <laughs> and crazy, and, and crazy, something that no one else has ever seen before. And no offense to you, Hokies out there, I've never been to Blacksburg. I don't know what it's like. I saw some videos of Jason this past week. I've been to Blacksburg for a Terps Thursday night game when they were in the ACC stuff. Okay, but he's selling Center Street like it is. I know. Every every single college has a Center Street. It's not even that. It's that all these big schools, they are all wild and crazy. Of course. Maybe some are are better than others, but you hear about the Grove. You hear about... uh, Texas and and all these other big schools where the partying is legendary. I mean, I went to I went to Arizona State. I know what it was like there. You, I I've mean, been to, I've been to uh, multiple games at Madison for Wisconsin right. game. It's just you think it's, Morgantown is it's crazy. Wild. I've been to Morgantown for games. It's it's I, nuts. I, I gotta tell you something. I. N- I never heard one person before Jason started talking about it. About wow. Virginia Tech's legendary party. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Never have heard anything about it. Yeah, I've never heard of everyone raging out at he Virginia goes, Tech. He goes, the Barstool guys had to go there because it was so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I the, only, the only part I've heard about Virginia Tech is when they were in the Barstool best bar thing for tots. 
Right. That's the, that's the only bar. It's the only thing I've heard about with the Virginia Tech. Look, I'm sure it's fun. It just seems like that is what goes on on most big college campuses of course. during football season. Of course. And I saw the videos. Can I? I saw the videos of Center Street. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I didn't see any topless women. I know. I didn't see any boobies. I think, I think he. I think he lied about it. <laughs> I, I was sized to see some big jugs and some and some I wild twenty-year-old girls. I and I to, saw a bunch of engineering students bringing him beers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to see some mom jeans and titties, and yeah. I was like, I didn't see much. Yeah, I was a little. No, hey, look, you know, there was a it, lot of people. If, if he's impressed, the thing that made him impressed was the amount of drunk people there. Every right. college has drunk people during game day. And also, I, I, never being to Blacksburg, when I picture Blacksburg, I picture hokey stone everywhere, right? All those buildings look beautiful that they show you on TV. <laughs> I saw all those dumps around it Center looked, Street. It looked, it looked like Slumdog Millionaire. It, it really did look like Slumdog Millionaire. So many dumpy one-bedroom apartments they, with I, the roof caving in. It, looked like, it honestly looked like Morgantown. <laughs> Uh, at Maryland, they had these things called Knox boxes, yeah. and they actually had to get rid of them because everyone died when there was a fire. <laughs> yeah, because everything was so cramped. But they looked like Knox boxes. Did you they, expect they looked, a, little, a little bit more out of the out of those houses or the, the they, campus? It looked like a brick ranch where my grandma grew up, <laughs> right. uh, lived in. That's been destroyed by college students for seventy years. Yeah, the amount of mold on those on those walls. Right, power lines everywhere, chain link fences. It it looked like Glen Burnie. <laughs> if Glenn Burnie, Glenn Burnie had a college football team, that's what it looked like. What do you think of, of him going back down, Adam, to Blacksburg, being in the scene again? I told you he liked it, and he goes, I got to show my friend, bring in his friend to there. He, every time he goes down there, he's going to bring he's his a next new, He's going to bring, bring a, a new, new friend. friend, so that's his new excuse to go to Center Street again. Exactly. Well, I mean, he went to Richmond and played basketball. So you kind of how you guys say I don't have the you know football college experience, I could say the same thing about Lurch. He never... You know, got to get drunk and you know make out with a chick at the fifty yard line. <laughs> well, all right. it is kind of a good point yeah. that Adam is bringing up, but he's not articulating it okay. very well. All right, finish all it right. for him. So Jason is the biggest college football nut ever. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But Jason's never really gotten to experience a game day thing. With, as a like, student, as a student, as a student. Kid, as yeah. a student. Right. Now he's gone to Notre Dame games as an adult, and he, I know he went to the. Florida Georgia game as an adult, but he never really got to be a student, right? You know, and experience that 20, 21 year old lifestyle. So now he's just reliving it through his daughters and constantly going to Center Street. What do you think about that? I think you're 100% right. And just remember that Jason said last time that he went to Center Street because he had to check it out. Okay. Okay. And he uh -huh. said he's never going back. Uh -huh. And then he was back two weeks later. Right. And, isn't, I, and isn't he going back for. Did you say the Syracuse game? Is that like parents' yeah, that's weekend? What, that's yeah. what he said. I think it must is. be heaven. You know, <laughs> I'm. I mean, just hearing him tell, talk about it, I could listen to it for you know. Parents' hours. weekend, Jason. My advice to you is to make some friends your own age and hang out with them. <laughs> now, you said something about these guys going to college campuses, and um, something I hadn't really thought about before. Maybe some listeners have said it as well. That EB is also ruining his kids' college experiences. Do you agree with that? EB is is a is a world world uh, traveler these days with all his trips up to the Northeast <laughs> and seeing his daughter play volleyball and his son play lacrosse. Well, my, my question is for Eric and Eric's kids is what what's the weekend like? All right, because if he's just going up to watch them play volleyball and lacrosse yeah. and then going out to dinner and then leaving, 
it's a lot different than basically staying there until Sunday and spending every hour with them of their weekend uh, instead of them hanging out with their friends. You get what I'm saying? I, like, I, is, is Eric taking away from Megan being able to go out on a on a Saturday see, I night. I see it differently. I think if you play sports like those kids they want their parents there. They they want their parents to be proud of them to take um right. to watch they, them perform. Exactly. I understand that, but and, and I, I I haven't heard anything EB saying since he's been there and actually EB hangs out with the other parents. That was is what I've heard him say. Like he'll go to dinner with the other parents on the team to get to know them a little well, that's, bit. That, well, I don't get the, I don't get the helicopter dad vibe from EB where he's trying to spy on his kids well that's the yeah that's totally different then but I, I, what i'm saying is if is he allowing uh his kids to, the freedom to go hang out with their peers and their roommates i think it's a little different because they play sports and maybe right now at this point of the season they don't even have time for that on the weekends like they're so involved in the team atmosphere that they they're not going out to parties on saturday nights because they're at games so it's a little bit different yeah I think EB's doing EB's it like not a going up. I think Look, EB's doing it more right than what Jason's doing. EB's if, not if you're going, me that EB's question. not going up there uh, in in February to just see his kids, like to hang out. In like the yeah, in the off season, off Eric's season. Not, Eric's not going up. Right, he's just going up there to, to watch sporting events. Oh yeah, well then it's totally different than what Jason's doing. Right. All of a sudden, Jason's going to become a huge Virginia Tech baseball guy. He's going to go down <laughs> yeah, there and yeah, start yeah, watching got, baseball yeah, games. Yeah. Um. I thought that, that that was very interesting. I love Jay, uh, Jason telling stories. One of the we teased on the show uh, today about some oh. intellectual property being stolen. But first, we want to remind you guys that Wave Soda is awesome. Uh, super simple, just bubbly water with a splash of real juice and a little caffeine. They are our presenting sponsor. They've been with us since day one. Nat is the CEO. He's running the ship. He loves Bit Season. He listens every single we week. We love Nat. And, and we love Wave Soda. We love Wave Soda. Thank you guys for uh, using the code, the Bit Season code. Yes, that support we support the show and support Nat and use the code Bit when you're on WaveSoda.com and you're ordering your Wave Soda. Yeah, you'll get a better deal than you would if you use the Junkies I code. I love it. So it's 16% off instead of 15 if you use the code Bit. All right, and if you are interested in sponsoring the show, we got so many sponsors. We getting we're getting so many nibbles, Valdez. We got we. <laughs> I feel like we're fishing when we're going through our DMs and we're seeing people, we are. how I'm, they I'm can actually, get involved. I'm actually getting sized. We're getting people interested in the show who want to sponsor the show. They're making progress in with the, with the sales staff here because I'll be honest, we don't deal with that department. Um, it's not our expertise. Yeah, so they got to like work out the contracts. But uh, we should hopefully have some more sponsors coming on here pretty soon. You know, what? the more sponsors we have. The more shows we'll do. That is, that's entirely possible. That's something that, that we hope to do. How many so. like people do you see during the week are telling you they're listening to Bit Season? Like out and about or yeah. through DMs? Out, out and about. I, I at least have out and about two to five people say something about Bit Season. Wow. Do you believe that Adam was? Adam told me today he was walking across the street in, in where are you at? Well, Arlington? he is a Lee Road in Arlington. He is okay. a notorious liar, so keep yeah. that in mind. He said a truck driver. Okay, first of all, how many truck drivers are in Arlington? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Roll down his window. How, how, how many loads are going through Arlington? Yeah, yeah. Recognize Adam walking across the street. Okay, probably to Bronx Pizza, <laughs> and yelled out, "Hey, Wad, love what you're doing on Bit Season." <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the biggest <laughs> that's the biggest lie I've ever ever he heard. He heard me and you talking about people saying they like bit season. Yeah, when I, I bump it into guys at Seven uh, Eleven. I had the I had the Marshall at Potomac Shores. And he's trying me. to keep up. It was the greatest thing ever. I was right outside of Glebe Road. <laughs> I'd just gone to CVS to grab myself a DiGiorno for dinner. <laughs> all right, and this truck driver pulls down the window, honks the horn. I, I, hold on, he did the truck horn. Yeah, he like, did the truck horn. Scared the crap out of me. He goes, hey, why? I like what you're doing, man. Keep it up. <laughs> Hold on. That, that has any, nothing to do with bits. He didn't mention bits. Oh, maybe he didn't uh, mention bits. Uh, All right. Well, what else would he like what you're doing? <laughs> no. Saturday bit- mornings. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Are you on this weekend? <laughs> yeah. When, what time are you 10 on? 10 to 12. 10 to 12. That prime trucker time? Nah. It is prime. Hey, are you coming to my uh, girl's one-year birthday party? Yeah. Hey, actually, I was going to ask you about my this. My wife invited Adam to my girl's birthday I want to come party. in a What do you make of that? <laughs> I want to come as like Big Bird or something. I want to get the girl sized. Never even, like, have you even met my daughters? Yes. What are her daughter's names? Uh, Blake and uh, Tinsley. Hey, nice job. <laughs> I almost called them Blake and Trine. You're invited to the cookout. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually going to be, I'm actually Sicey's coming because it's the only people that are there are that are going to be there are the neighbors. Who I don't even know that well, so I need a buffer. For a buffer. Well, my parents will be there. My parents are coming in. But yeah, you'll be Drab's buffer. <laughs> you'll be Drab's entertainment. And I actually thought about inviting inviting Valdez this time, but I just know he didn't want to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save the invite for Valdez for something he actually wants to come to. <laughs> As actually kind of a show that he invited you and I didn't get invited. No, relax. <laughs> I RSVP'd in like five and Now, seconds. I do have an update that I used EB's Christmas gift this past weekend. Oh, EB, the bowl, is that the bowling ball? EB got me a bowling ball for Christmas, which was a laughable gift. <laughs> and I why, actually, why did he get you that again? Because we had the ratings party. Oh, so yeah. two years ago for Christmas, we he got bu- me a bowling good ball. Time. I hadn't used it since. Uh-huh. We got uh, my father-in-law to come over on Saturday so my wife and I could have a little time together. And she said she wanted to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> you said, oh, I have this in the closet. You know why I was sized? I was like, bowling's butt cheap. <laughs> no, <laughs> bowling can be butt expensive. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right. I was you thought bowling was cheap? I remember going to bowling alleys when I was young and paying like, a dollar a game. No, because that was like that was like dollar Friday nights or whatever. Dollar I, I know, Tuesdays. But I, I don't go ever go bowling. It was because like I was in PE and we'd go bowling in PE to the bowling alley down the street or something uh-huh. like that. Or it was like part of like the after school <laughs> program. Weird. Who does? That? I know. Wait, you tell me you guys didn't go bowling. We for never PE? took. Field we ne- trips yeah, from yeah PE. we never went to the bowling alley with all of those losers slugging <laughs> beers and like Big Lebowski. Well, <laughs> well, First of all, bowling's a great PE activity. We did, we did a bunch. We did square dancing. We did, we did a, like a bunch of weird things. And did you guys ever do anything like that? Any dancing in your PE class? Not no. in PE. No. That was the weirdest thing. No, I, we, we played real sports like baseball and basketball. Look, we sometimes did, we went crazy we, and we played floor hockey. We, I, uh, <laughs> we played Mission Impossible. What is a Mission Impossible? It's like the floor is lava. You had to like climb on. In high things. school PE, you played that? I think so. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Red Rover. I just remember it was squid red light, ga- green light. It was like Squid Game. <laughs> it was like Squid Game. <laughs> oh, I know you want to get to Squid Games later. Oh, anyway, so I went bowling. I-, I thought it was a cheap date. Let me tell you something about Bolero in Centerville. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, I think there's like a big bowling conglomerate where the- there's no much such thing as like an independent bowling alley anymore. It's like right. one company owns them all. And th- this has like the TVs and the crazy lights and stuff like that. My wife doesn't know that I 
that I picked this place because I saw some um, pictures online and they have giant TVs behind the bowling pins. <laughs> yeah, and you want, what, what game were you watching? And I want to keep eyes on it, right? <laughs> yeah, I watching a million points. <laughs> she had no idea I was paying attention <laughs> to, the, to the football game. Um, bowling, I, we bowled three games. Oh, okay. Right. I, did you get did you get like nachos and did you get like yes. a beer? They had they had a concession stand. Oh, called... you definitely have to review those nachos. All right, hold okay. on. You got you, three games, a... nachos, and like a pitcher of beer or something. I got a pitcher of beer, um, hot dog, two soft tacos, and chicken tenders. Oh, and three games of bowling. And three games of bowling. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna estimate. All right, seventy two bucks. Okay, I'm gonna say sixty nine. All right. I went on a Saturday at noon, okay? Okay. Matinee prices. Yep, yep. <laughs> at least that's what I was hoping. Uh-huh. There was hardly anybody there when okay. we got there. We're the first ones there. By the way, did you use bumpers? Yes or no? They actually had these silly bumpers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. What a loser. Oh, my God. Oh, my no, God. No. I didn't even, they were so silly, I didn't even realize they were there when I made my first bowl. <laughs> I'm bowl-ish. so sure. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the big bulky b- bumpers from the 70s. There were these thin rails that you couldn't even see because it's dark in there. And so I bowled my first gutter ball, my very first ball, <laughs> and it, bo- it bounced off the off the rail, and I got like seven pins down. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, the what, rail. What I was like, there's bumpers. So I went and told the guy, and he goes, no, no, you just tap them with your foot. And so I went back to it, tap him with, I tapped it with my foot at the beginning of the lane, and the entire bumper just collapsed. Uh, hey, it how, was many, silly. It was hey how many? Silly. How many times did he roll with bumpers? Oh, at least the right. First he just left. He left them up. It's a lock. He left them up. No, it's a lock. He left them up. I he, one he roll. He said, "Oh, this is kind of his wife, his wife wanted the bumpers, and then right. he just figured, "Oh, I'll just leave them no, out." I think his <laughs> wife is good at bowling. He wanted the bumpers because Drab's terrible. We saw him bowl. First of all, I was better than you. I know that. For half the time, you you get hot, and then you throw three gutters in a row. I was thinking about cakes a lot. Because it hurt thumb. My fingers were killing me. <laughs> For three games. After about six frames, my thumb felt like it was going to fall off, and I wanted to go home. All right, hold on. I want, I want to know the total that you all spent right. for bowling. Three games. First of all, I thought that when they show you the price, that that is per game for the, for the, for the lane. No, it's per person. Oh, okay. For three games of bowling. And you got to rent the shoes, too, right? I, I didn't know that. I thought the shoes came with the game. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's shoe thing. rental. By the way, they are making a killing on shoe rentals. That's why, that's why real bowlers, like my dad has bowling shoes. Right. Your dad would have bowling yeah. shoes. Yeah. It saves you a Your bunch dad, of money. His dad's such a league bowler. Look at him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three games of bowling. Just the bowling. Okay. $62. The food, pitch your beer, a basket of chicken tenders, and two soft tacos. 40 bucks. $52. Oh. I spent $115 at this dumb bowling alley. There's only three games, too. For three games of bowling and and, and some lunch. I I thought the you were like, the worst food I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, but you're eating bowling, bowling alley yeah, just Gas station food, basically. <laughs> Could the nachos I thought, any good? I thought you did. I didn't get um, nachos. I got chicken tenders. Uh, I thought you were able to get the, the lanes by like the hour. I thought that's what you I did. I think some places do that. I don't even know how it works. I know if I, I was size to use my bowling ball, all uh-huh. right? I left my bowling ball there. I was so no! over it. When I- <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> now I did. I did remember, and driving home, 
And I was like, oh, crap, the bowling ball. And and Sarah was like, let's just go home. <laughs> she was so over I, I, I called them and put it on, asked them to put it on hold. And I went back <laughs> on Sunday after the Redskins game and picked it up. But <laughs> right. I cared so little if it was even there because I'm so over bowling. You would have just left it there if it wasn't a gift. If it wasn't a gift from EB <laughs> and him asking me about the bowling ball someday down the line, I would have left it. What's there. what's the weight of the bowling ball again? I don't know. It doesn't didn't have a doesn't number say. on it. Yeah. Doesn't it have your like your initials on it or something? No, but it, it's been drilled specifically for my fingers, and I don't know how this is possible <laughs> because my fingers were killing me. <laughs> I, I, it was. It's a racket. I'll never go bowling again for a date. Too expensive. Right. You'll never bowl on the Sabbath. See, you never you never had a moment where you hit a strike and you're like, you know, no, no, this is okay. a great time. It's actually bowling. It's a lot of fun. It's just so expensive. Were they playing like jack jams in there and everything and um, loud music? I actually, It might have been so expensive because I think it's like the official home of like the PBA stop when they come to this area or something. There was so much <laughs> like- go to Centerville. So many, neon, so many neon lights. You saw, P, P, you saw Pete Weber. Yeah, so many PBA logos on the like all over the place. It was actually a pretty nice bowling alley. Did you see people wearing bowling gloves? You, saw, you see it all. You see all those losers there. It's not as nice as say like Lucky Strike. How about chain smokers? Were people just often- I don't, no, do, that do, that I don't do that anymore in the alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want one of those old school bowling alleys that hasn't been touched from the since the seventies. Bowl right. America. No, like, no, the, no. Bolero, I think, bought out Bowl yeah. America. He wants. Oh, no. He wants a Roy Munson type bowling yeah. alley. Just some. Just some <laughs> I'm trying to think of every bowling movie. You I know, know what? That bowling alley we went to for the junkies ratings party was pretty dingy. I know. I liked it. Yeah, I got to go back to that place. I don't you know what I like? By I like? I like the the carny looking guy that goes down the alley. He's got to walk down the gutter in the back because he's got a pin loose and he's always got to go, go fix a pin thing. <laughs> I always wonder what's going on behind those pins. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So we I don't even know how we got started on that, but we were talking. We wanted to talk about uh, s- stolen valor. Yeah, okay. stolen <laughs> intellectual property. Valdez always says the phrase "stolen valor," and I, I have no idea what he it means. He said it to me a couple times. He says it all the time on the stolen valor. I don't say it all the time. Stolen valor is when somebody pretends to be in the military for the benefits of all of the support. And discounts that soldiers get, okay, and just the camaraderie that they have, yeah, the send off. Thank you for for your service, stuff like that. I could see Adam being a big stolen valor guy. Nah, actually, I do. I have to admit, I do do the stolen valor at Lowe's. (laughs) What do you mean? You pretend to be my dad was in the military like fifty years ago or more. (laughs) And so he has a military discount, and then he sends me he sends me a screenshot of his badge. Stolen valor! You're stolen valor! I do. I actually am still stealing valor at Lowe's, and I go there and I scan it, and it goes in a, in a loudspeaker. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nubs. Although I would say it's not really stolen valor if. Um, if your family is military and you're using it. I'm not personally telling people I was in the military. <laughs> you're just scanning the QR now, code. If the, if the cashier ever asks me, I don't say know. What, what, oh, what part of what branch of the military is there? Coast Guard. No, no, no. 101st Airborne. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a thing. <laughs> Might be from World War II. That's all I know. All right, but that's that's stolen valor. Right. I don't know why I get such a kick out you, of it. You love seeing stolen valor. But there was uh, some stolen valor on the junkies this week, 
and it wasn't even alluded to on the show. And I'm going to let Baldi set this up. <laughs> All right. We were, we were talking about the Ron Rivera interview. And we were getting down the, uh, thinking down the road about week 14 and Washington is, is a 2 and 12. We've played the Titanic music. We've played the Titanic music. Over. There's really no, no much, uh, not much to talk about because they've covered everything about the, the, the squad sucking and every question has been asked. Ron, Ron doesn't want to do the interview anymore. The guys don't want to do the interview anymore because it's awkward and they don't know what to ask them. The guys got nothing. And so we, we, we kind of drew parallels between Mike Rizzo and this year, not Mike Rizzo in the past, but right. this year when the Nats were, were punting in the, and, and in out the dog of days of August, the dog days of August, the team had their fire sale uh, the guys asked every question they could about the prospects, and there was nothing else to and ask. And we're, we're, we have a contract with Riz to, for him to be on to the rest of the season. And maybe this has been said on the show, but it was always a discussion behind the scenes of what are we going to ask Mike Rizzo about? <laughs> yeah. What the hell are we going to ask Rizzo about this yeah. week? Um, <laughs> and so it got to the point where the guys would just ask Mike general baseball questions about what was going on in the league, uh -huh. hot teams or hot players. And, and Eric's go-to question for Rizzo was about uh, Shohei Otani. Yeah. If he's ever seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> they we asked, had, they they asked him about Otani a hundred times. We, the, guys talk, the guys talked about Shohei Otani more than Kevin and Bean. <laughs> it's funny because that's an L.A. show. Yeah, yeah. When we drew the parallel to Ron, uh, we were thinking about well, what kind of stuff did what we're gonna ask Ron? And you if, if had and you had a great zing on the air where you said when they were talking about it, and you said you guys are gonna ask Ron about Otani. <laughs> Otani. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because when the guys got nothing, they just asked Rizzo about Otani. So they're gonna ask Ron Rivera about Otani. And it was a great zing, and everyone mm -hmm. was laughing. What is our interview going to be like when they are two and six? Oh, it's going to, I mean, I don't know. I'll talk about the movies. It's going to be painful. <laughs> it will That's get what. to a point. Because like, they, they, like they could Rizzo's. easily be two and it six or two and seven. It will get to a point where you, you avoid. What did you think of Otani? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what talk it will get content. to. Uh, everyone was kind of laughing. I got a lot of response on Twitter about it. Everybody oh, yeah. was giving what, me. What, 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 what were some of those responses? Because I great, actually. Great zings this week. All right, I think that was one of no, them. No, you guys don't understand. Valdez was literally getting tweets from people saying, Valdez, you're on fire this week. Hilarious zings. Otani, you Richmond John, Richmond yeah. John, who does our intro, was slapping his knee, telling well, I me. I have a theory about that. I think people realize that when they compliment Valdez, mm -hmm. he brings it up on air or on bit season. And That's so not necessarily true. They could get some attention. I'm not that, that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not that interactive on Twitter. I probably should be more, but I'm not. So no, That's but, what people do with Jason. They give Jason free stuff, so he'll mention them on the air. But but this Zing, this Zing crushed it this week, and Drab has been upset. He's had his panties in a wad, all right, <laughs> <laughs> because that that was a Zing that he said to me during the break in our cube in our little cubicle. Can you believe that Valdez, the 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 Zing King? Is lifting zings from drab uh, during the breaks and using them on the I'm air. I'm plagiarizing yeah. drab zings. He's using um, 
what's the glass guy? <laughs> what? George Glass. George Glass. Yeah. The, he's a fictional boyfriend of well, uh, Jam Brady. No, no, no. Glass. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Glass, the guy who like plagiarized and Oh, that was the that was the You brought him up recently. Shattered Glass is the movie he's in. Yeah, I thought you brought him up recently. No, I brought up George Glass. Oh, you brought up George Glass. Yes. All right. Valdez is the king of plagiarism, all right? <laughs> He's not the Zane King. He's the king of plagiarism. And what's so irritating about it is that he has called me out on the air for stealing his that's un That's completely untrue. No, Drab that, that Drab is true. Drab is, like weaving, Drab is weaving a web of lies right well, now. Well, here's what I will say. And I worked behind that glass for five years. I know the way the Zings yes. work. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're a I good person to in. have in here about the process of of the zings from the behind the glass. It happens all the time where Drab will say something funny, we guys laugh, and then someone else says it on air. But Valdez usually says, Drab said that to me. He usually lets the audience know that it's your zing. This time, stolen valor, he took all the credit. I'm actually going to tell the audience that Valdez was off his game this week. There were two different. There were, there, there were two instances where he was not zinking. He got a lot of laughs using Drab's um, material during the break. Okay, <laughs> oh, Mr. Mencia over here. <laughs> he had. There was two instances of him bombing on the air, and, and we're gonna let you guys know what one of them we're is. We're gonna right play. Here. This is the one where Valdez does a peanut butter zing that falls <laughs> completely flat. The silence is deafening. What's this Pretty thumb sure. drive doing in your PB sandwich? No, it's chunky peanut butter. Yeah. Thank yeah. I mean, can you imagine? That's a good one. All right. That was Valdez send, sending a zing on air about the spy and... and oh, hiding their scan disc in a, a peanut butter sandwich. Look, I have a, I have a couple... <laughs> what, what was with a that zing? All right. I have a couple of remarks. All right. All right. Number one, Drab Drab tried to do his Otani zing because he does his uh, he mentions Rizzo in the clip that we played, all right. But the thing is, Drab's not confident enough to deliver his zing when he has it when it's funny, and I had to step in and I have the timing, so I have to be the one that uses it. I, Look, I, I know I, I know it was funny. I wanted it to be said, and Drab's too timid and has too <laughs> low of a voice on air and cannot <laughs> cannot command a room. <laughs> so I have, so I have to be the one that uses the zing. That I'm sorry. I, I, First of all, I'm I went zings aren't my aren't my specialty. I'm they're not. Uh, Look, I'm not. I can't help it if I'm known as the Zing guy because people find what I say funny. Here's it's, the thing: it's he's prepared, quick witted. He's prepared material. No, he's <laughs> I, he's more quick witted than you. <laughs> and now you're silent because you can't clap back. First of all, I hate the phrase "clap back," <laughs> but that's but that's what happened. Drab tried to say the zing, all right, and he said the part. He said the 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 intro to the zing too lightly. And that I had to take over, and I had to take it from him because I couldn't let that zing go unsaid on air. So I'm sorry that I did you a favor. We're a team back there. I, I will announce all of the times that I use any material you have. And by the way, no, by the, no, 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 no. By the way, I give drab stuff to say all the time on air, yeah. all the time because I know it sounds funnier coming from him than it does from me. This is what this is what a real comedian no, does okay, is go. that he. He knows, he knows what can make it better. And that's, I know that Drab saying stuff as opposed to me is funnier. So I will give him the joke to say. Hey, you, you should have workshopped that peanut butter thing. Okay, nobody knew what the hell you were talking about. All right, look, look. 
not everyone's going to be a home run. Yeah. All right. And I can't sit there and write down stuff and, and workshop it as the show's going on. So sometimes I'll throw out something and see if it sticks. Obviously, it didn't. All right. What about this one that I know you're forgetting about? <laughs> do you know what I'm about to say? I do not. Valdez made like a very inappropriate whisper to Cakes about a joke. And oh, Cakes yeah, said it yeah. on the air. And it was a... I, that's, that's not my that's not my fault either. You know, because, <laughs> this is your fault. It was so inappropriate. Who are we talking to? We were talking to Coach Laviolette. Yeah, big silly, <laughs> right? right? And Coach and 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 Lav was talking about the algae and the red water, the red right. t- the red tide, the red tide. <laughs> and what was the thing that you that you I, said to cakes? I I did a menstruation joke. A menstruation <laughs> joke. <laughs> disgusting. So disgusting. Nobody wants to hear a period joke, all right? Second of all, but inappropriate to have the coach of the Caps on and be doing... Rocking the, rockin the red. <laughs> First half of the season. Right? And then, so, Cakes is such a puppet. Valdez said but in by, the, by the way, by the way, I give Cakes stuff to say all, all no, the time. Dude, you were too shy, and you didn't believe in that zing, and you didn't have the balls to say that on the air. Well, so no, you made- I don't say, I don't talk when guests are on. I don't. Yeah. I don't do shtick when guests are on. That's no, not my thing. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Yeah, you've Ever, gotten I, into it with once, yeah, you've been once doing in it a recently. blue. Once in a blue moon. All right. All right. I wish you would have done that one yourself. I you you, <laughs> you actually you actually whispered it to Cake. I whispered to Cake. And I yelled I said, at you. I yelled I, at I you. Said, that's, I said that's Brett's favorite time. Or it sounds like Brett's kind of uh, yeah. ocean or something. All right. And if you're insider, yeah. I didn't it, want to explain it, but it, did, sure. it fell flat on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you could figure it out. I he says that to Cakes, and I go. Why did you say that? That's so disgusting. And, and I told him, I said, Cakes won't say it. And I say, tell him not to say that. And he didn't tell, because we have a talkback system. He didn't say anything to Cakes. And Cakes is such a puppet that he said it about five seconds later. It's a lot nicer when there's no red tide. It's our friend Brett's favorite tide. That's right. an inside right. joke. <laughs> hey, uh, inside. By the way, I, I just want to point out that when Cakes said that, Eric was cackling. He he was howling was out of courtesy, laughter. It was a courtesy. No, laugh. I'm sure. I'm sure his belly aching was a courtesy laugh. He was howling at that joke. And by the way, I just want to say because uh, I'm being uh, labeled as a thief. Yeah, you are. All right, you. I'm being labeled as a thief. I give jokes and I give zings to everybody. I give them to cakes. I give them to Eric. I give them to you. I give them to you. <laughs> he has. He has. But the, here's the thing. That was in the heat of the moment, all right? That was a battle. It's a war going on, and Drab came out here with what he thought was a killer zing, and he got shot down. And Valdez just picked him up and carried him to the finish line. That's right. Drab was struggling to make it to the zing finish line. That The zing, if you listen to him, he's just, he's so soft. He wasn't going to say it, and that zing needed to be heard. I'm sorry. He was going to turn off his mic. (laughs) We were joning on the junkies about them behind the... In the glass, okay? Behind the glass. <laughs> like, like we always do. We were joning on them about how they got nothing and how they're going to punt. And it, it wasn't, it was like an hour or two hours before the, the the interview. I said it early in the morning when we were talking about how how the season's going and we were talking about the potential Rivera interviews. And then it happened to come up on air and Valdez jumped in and stole my zinc. I didn't even have a chance no, to. No, 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 no. I heard no, the he audio. Tried, no, you tried to set it up. You got stepped on. You See, this is this is Drab's warped reality. Yeah. Is that he is he has such this, such a, uh, uh, a rivalry with me, I guess you could call it. I don't know what it is. He has this vendetta against me that, that in his warped head, in his warped reality, he doesn't realize that he brought up the zing. 
and he brought it up in such a sheepish way that and he was going to deliver it without confidence. No, my specialty is in, in Tell me your specialty. I actually like pointing out the obvious that other people are missing out on. I don't necessarily deliver a great zing, but it you have like, radio instincts. I have my radio instincts, my recall. Okay, I I I pride myself in that. Your recall's wrong most of the time though. You <laughs> yeah, you, you lie a little bit. He exaggerates. He exaggerates. Yeah, very right. much. So. You listen to the show. You'll pick up on it of when I when I point out a draw a connection of something they're talking about to something that they've done in the past or something else that's obvious. All right. I'm just thinking about that right now. Okay. Well, that's your specialty. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Obviously, zings aren't. Okay. All right. Well, I am tilting him right now. Your, just keep your own material. Right. Work on your own material. All right. And, and, and no more period jokes. All right. Just, nobody wants to hear that. Brett, Brett left a long time ago. No one no needs to remember about him getting sized for the red tide. <laughs> All right, oh, you're going to be uh, very disappointed when you're going to see a bunch of tweets talking about Brett, right. how they miss Brett. Everyone misses Brett. One of, uh, speak, 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 <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of gross. No, no, no. Speaking of uh, Peter Laviolette. By the way, it's, it's so hard yeah. to say his name. You say his name. Peter Laviolette. Peter Laviolette. 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 It's always hard for me to say. Maybe because I have I spell it once a week on the podcast. Laviolette. Oh, I spell it once a week on the, on the rundown. You've been saying a lot of names weird recently. What other name? There was some I don't know. I remember what it was. What was it? Oh, it was it was Keurig last week. Katie Katie Keurig. But then, but then okay. there was a different. There was a story this week where you were botching a name too. I can't remember what. Well, who cares? Yeah. All right. He brought up the junkies going to Beer Can Alley right. right away. As soon as the interview started, the first thing he said was, "Hey guys, where were you this summer? I waited for missed you. At- you. Missed you at Beer Can Alley. All right. Yes." And then Valdez brought up a great point. We missed out on another opportunity to hang out with a big silly in a remote location. If you talk to any Joe Schmo, they would be so siced. You know how siced John DePompa would be to go hang out with Coach LaViolette at, uh, on his boat at Beer Can Alley looking at the Brett Red Tide? <laughs> Where is Beer Can Alley? I think it's in uh, like on, on the Gulf, Gulf of Mexico area-ish. And it's like just some Tampa, little reef Destin. or something? Sandbar? I don't even know. Is that what it, that is? I think it's, yeah, it's kind of like a little uh, island, kind of like, was it Siesta Key? Uh, if, that, if that's I think Siesta Key, I have no idea where all that stuff is, but it sounds lovely it's got a catchy name right and, and, and it sounds it's re- it's, he, i remember him telling us it's remote like there's not a lot of people on it or but down there something like that but that he invited the junks last season uh to come on vacation with him down there and the guys took it with a grain of salt and apparently he was being serious or there there was, was some seriousness to it if the junks could figure out a way to get down there the same time that coach is down there i feel like coach would spend the entire day with them on the boat, hanging out at the same bar, drinking beers and beer can alley. Why do you think he? If there's likes a, you them? know a place called Beer Can Alley. I would be sprinting to go to go to that. All right, first of all, it's called Beer Can Island. It's not oh, called Beer Can Alley. Maybe he called it Beer Can Alley. Well, maybe it's what the locals call but it. But why is he inviting the junks? Last year was his first year here. Because he it likes wasn't a the, successful. Because he likes the junks. What is there to no, like about because them? Because they asked they asked him about like what what his life is like outside of the um right. and uh, uh, the yeah, but of all coach. the hockey coaches in the last ten years, they it doesn't feel like he's any more special than the other guys. Like well, they got he's just he's just, for Boudreaux. He's just a nice guy. All right, Beer Can Island is in like the Tampa Bay. It's like 
in the bay there. So <laughs> you know what they say about Tampa, Drab. What do they say? <laughs> it's the strip club capital of the of the world. Yep, and the, the junkies <laughs> would have probably a great time down at uh, Beer Can Island with, with Coach. But you you brought you brought up a great point. Right. They missed out on another once in a lifetime experience well, he, he, with a big sailing. Yeah. So they missed out on Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto, who sm- smoked crack. All right. No, no. They didn't just miss out on Rob Ford. That was the experience of all experience that one of one can ever be replicated. Yes. The invite of a lifetime. This was in 2013 at the height of. Of, of Rob Ford mania, mania. Yes, when he was like literally one of the most famous people in the world. Right. There was a news story every day about Rob Ford. And he uh, invited the junks to spend Christmas, okay, <laughs> with him at the mayor's house in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy, by the way, the guys have spent uh, the weekend before at the governor's mansion when Ehrlich was in office for Maryland. So, like, they've done kind of done that before. And but- I think, if I remember right, E.B. was willing to go. E.B. wanted to go, and I wanted to go. Right. He didn't, I'm sure you would have gone as well. I don't he, remember. He just, he, we didn't pressure the guys enough. We didn't make the pitch hard enough. We kind of just did like a little vote, the and then nobody is, wanted to do anything. It was already while they were taking their vacation. Like two of them were already gone. The invite came when they had to do shows. All right. Christmas, well, we sometimes, nice. sometimes you got to change plans. No, but, no. We screwed that up. Yeah. We should have been on a plane to Toronto had overnight passports, uh-huh. something crazy done, and and been doing live broadcasts from Christmas at Rob Ford's house. Yeah, we could have taped shows. or We could have done something. We, we could have figured done, it out. We, and, and for whatever reason, we said no. And to be honest, I think our relationship was never the same after that because we, we ran hot in the fall, but we didn't really have him on after that. I don't believe so because towards the end of the football season, maybe we had him on one or two more times. But I don't think we ever, like, after that, we don't think we ever had Rob Ford on again. I think it was that one-year run. That's a shame. Right? That, that was it. That was the end of the Rob Ford relationship. I know. Then the and guys, guys could have God rest his soul. Could have been invited to the funeral. We could be friends with Doug Ford, who I think is now his <laughs> the, the current brother, mayor, right? The current mayor of Toronto, who's but, got his own issues. But also, there's a current invitation out there for the guys yeah. that I know that is not going to be... Uh, taken seriously. And what's that? Is that Ryan Zimmerman has repeatedly, well, he he's kind of okayed it. The guys, oh, the invi- the guys invited themselves over to Ryan Zimmerman's house for a pool party. And Ryan's kind of like gone along with it. And I think this is one thing that could happen if they really wanted it to happen. And I know that they're not going to push for it. And it's just going to be a, a missed opportunity once again. But there's some logistic problems with that. Nobody wants to go to Ryan Zimmerman's house for a pool party in January. Well, when I know it's the off season. I know, but he he invited us during the season. And you act like we couldn't have gone. Uh, do you, Do you want to do a live broadcast from Zimmerman's pool? Be honest. Yes, you do. Yes. Sounds like a big hassle to me. <laughs> you know what? Drab, Drab doesn't want to go to Ryan Zimmerman's house for a pool party because he doesn't want to get shirtless. I don't have to go swimming. All right, I'm not. I, a, I'm not. Everyone, A-Y. hold on. I know for. I, I know everyone. Take my shirt off. Everyone's going over there is going to jump in the pool. You think? And cakes, I know. And I know. You think Dra- Cakes is going to take his shirt off in front of, of Ryan Zimmerman? No, I can see Cakes going in with his Metallica shirt. In his, in his office. No, if you jump in the pool with a shirt on, you're you're 
Yeah, he's trifling. not. He's not doing that. They're all. Everyone's going to jump in the pool because everyone's wait, wait. got to get a picture. You and I always talk about working out for Memorial Day. Why don't we talk <laughs> about? Why don't we focus on? Uh, unveiling our bodies at Ryan's Zimmerman's house next summer. <laughs> okay. okay. So hey, what if we told Ryan, hey, you think Memorial Day we could come over yeah. and get shirtless? And, and get shirtless uh, and, sh- and, and use use your pool party as motivation to get ripped. We could definitely do that. I'd All be right, down now, for that. Okay, now I'm in, more interested. All right, but I don't, were you, are you willing to admit that? <laughs> I actually, that is the exact reason why. <laughs> I know you. I don't want to take my shirt off in front of, in front of Ryan Zimmerman, who's in that professional cl- athlete, who's in that clubhouse, who's uh, every day with guys that are hitting 450 foot home runs and 12 abs and looking like Adonis. Right? Then my my flabby arms come over there, looking like a little weakling. You look like, like Babe Ruth. You look like I wish I looked like Babe Ruth. <laughs> looking like Cakes' son. <laughs> Actually, Cakes' son is ripped. Have you seen that? Kurt or Brendan? Brendan. He's I like know, 17 he's like, now. He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Really? He was like a, li- a little kid last time I saw him. Yeah, I know. Last time I saw him, he was, he like, he still had, like, baby fat almost. Yeah. Now he works out all the time. Yeah, he hit puberty, and all now he wants to do is ripped. work out. Right. You think he can beat up cakes now? Of course. Oh, are you kidding me? You could beat <laughs> you up could, Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> need a lot of Patricia DeLima could beat up cakes. All right, so I'd rather go to Beer Can Alley. That's more your speed. There's... Yeah, that 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 is. Oh, you just, think you could handle Beer Can Alley? You couldn't even handle Dewey Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I could. I could handle Beer Can Alley. Hang out. The junkies aren't. You know, they're lame. That's a, that's a, a Beer Can Alley. I think uh, is more of a slow speed type place. Right. Um, but also, it's probably butt hot in Tampa. In, in yeah, you're in gonna have July. to take. You're gonna have to take your shirt off. <laughs> I'm already going to be ripped because of, of, of uh, Zimmerman's pool party. I got big two two big events next summer: Zimmerman's pool party and Beer Can Alley. I'm going to be looking silly. All right, how are we going? How are we going to do this unveiling at, at the Memorial Day party? Are we just going? Are you going to like trot out like from the house? We do or, it just like you did for um, who's all going to club? Who's know, all going to be? Who's all going to be there at Zim's house? Yeah, to see your your. New pecs. No, nah, that's a very. Body. That's probably a very small list of people because Zim's not going to want like a bunch of, you know, no, donks at his house. No, yeah. <laughs> and we should invite Mullins. Stand next to him. Then I will look like a professional <laughs> yeah. baseball player. Yeah. Drab Soto. Yeah. The, the last thing uh, we wanted to talk about uh, before we get out of here this week is the Gatorade bottle. Oh yeah. What a, what a comment! What a what a uh, an, uh, unveiling by EB today. I mean, to, uh, to have that much confidence. I mean, that much swag. <laughs> give me that. <laughs> give me that Gatorade yeah. bottle. <laughs> I've been staring at this for a long time, trying to trying to think about the circumference of that of that Gatorade. So bottle. EB's talking about today on the show about going to the bathroom in the car and how he can't do it. And then he brought up the fact that everyone always says. All right. When he said he couldn't do it, I immediately thought about, well, I can't be coordinated enough or I'm it's too I'm too shy to do it when yeah. Dean is sitting next to me, something like that. But but the reasoning for him not being able to use a Gatorade bottle blew my mind. He said, first of all, I got a, I got a lot of thoughts about this. He said his his hog couldn't fit through the the lip of the Gatorade bottle. All right. All right. The, the mouth. Right, right, yeah, right there. 
Who's putting their entire hog that's in the Gatorade bottle? That's what I want to know. All right. Why does he have to put why is his he insert, entire Why is he inserting? <laughs> all the way inside the bottle. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. You pop the top. You, you, you put your hole over the top. And, right. And you fill it up. Why does he need to put his entire Johnson I don't know. inside the bottle? I that's how you get it stuck. Yeah, it's like, a, chi- it's like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah, exactly. You got to go to the county hospital because you got this thing lodged on your Johnson. Yeah, he's driving up to Cornell, stop off at Suffolk County Hospital, right. and he has to get a, a, that removed. But say you did have to put your entire right. hog in there. Okay. That's a pretty big hole. It is. The circumference of that is pretty big. I was actually trying to get Eric to come on the show today and demonstrate it. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it when he told me his hog didn't fit. <laughs> it actually made me very uh, self-conscious about my hog. Me too, because I, I, I know it could fit in there. I, I actually, I've done it before. What peed in a Gatorade? Peed, bottle? Everyone's peed in a Gatorade bottle before. I think I've done like a soda like sometimes. Sometimes when you're a kid uh, or you know, high school to I don't know forty years old. I mean, I haven't done it in uh, over a decade. But everyone's done it. I got to tell you what I peed in recently. Okay. <laughs> when was this? About four months ago. No, no, no. I pee in the car all the time, but usually it's like a Chipotle <laughs> cup. Right? Oh, oh, Wait, oh, oh, oh. all the time? Once, How, uh, once, once every, a month? Every two months or so. Why? Because, why? Because it's 45 minutes to get it's home? It's a long drive home, and I drink so much soda here at work that sometimes it just hits you on the drive so home. you have one hand on the steering wheel. One on the Johnson. No, no. I usually I, I pull over. Usually, I mean, you might as well just get out of the car then and pee on the side of the road. That's a good no, point. I got, I, I got, I got it there. I know where a big empty parking lot is on Route 50. I pull into an office building. Oh my god! Oh, right. That's a good way to and get I, arrested. And I hide under please some tell pine me, trees. Please tell me what office building it is. I don't even know the name of it. It's just it's it's right after you get off 66 and you merge onto 50 West. It's one of the first stops I can make. Oh, I know, I know exactly where that is. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> Did we play a golf tournament? Uh, it's close to that. It's not in the same spot. It's close to that. Uh, it's right after an Exxon gas station. The, the gas station is, is, I don't want to go inside a gas station to go to the bathroom. Right. All right. You'd rather hold a cup in your hand. and then have Let that me cup. tell you what I pee. <laughs> <laughs> About six months ago, I was driving. I had I really had to go, so I pulled over the side of the road, and the only thing I had was a one liter of Diet Pepsi with those little tiny caps on top. <laughs> I think Eric left this in here, which yeah. is good for us. Could you so fit that, inside? Could no, you? no, it doesn't. That that does I not su- fit. I somehow filled up one of those tiny one of those things. Go in the bathroom. It was a, it was a one liter one, but the, the mouth <laughs> is is tiny. It was actually shameful. All right, so you're able to insert to aim, oh, to okay. aim, to aim. And, and to fit it in. You know, I don't you know. just like it and I wouldn't feel com- I wouldn't drove, feel comfortable. I drove the whole way home with a with full sitting there, full to, <laughs> full to the brim. Oh, oh, you're gonna be, you're like, every about. time he turns, it just oh, like dude, it's so warm. <laughs> so I mean, I put the lid back on. I know. Well, he's gonna vomit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, he's doing his fake vomit. No, 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 he's. 
<laughs> I'm thinking so, about Mellow Yellow. I know. <laughs> I was so so much Mountain Dew. Oh, man. This morning, I was so ashamed when EB's talk about not being able to fit in that wide mouth Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> that, this I'm, is definitely I'm, wide mouth. That is a wide mouth. And I'm you know, using these, for, I'm using these, these uh, little tiny Diet Pepsi. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> but don't you feel freaked out when the, the bottle gets so warm to, to the touch? Right, when you're holding it? Yeah. I usually just leave it in the passenger seat. I don't no, really but don't, pick it up. Like while you're, yeah, while you're doing it. Do you have a routine? Yeah, because you're holding it. Your it actually, it's hard? actually an amazing feeling. Oh, God. Because you fe- you feel like you found a, sh- a shortcut, <laughs> like a loophole that the rest of society is not picking up. You know, <laughs> you know when you get older and you have a catheter, you're well, going <laughs> to— I have a squirrel bladder. I go to the bathroom during the junkies to take a whiz like six times a show. I can't believe you put. I can't believe you put a two-liter bottle of piss in your in your passenger seat. A one-liter. It's you know, like slightly bigger than the twenty-ounce. Let bottle. me ask you this: Have you ever gotten home and forgotten about it, and then the next morning, yeah, oh, no. it's yeah. like really hot? No, I always smell it. Dump it out. <laughs> you dump it out. Well, I don't want that in my garbage can. Yeah, but doesn't it smell? Yeah. Doesn't it smell? I, I find some other place in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, no, so you go to some other person's yard. <laughs> so you hands. go to a storm drain. Uh, yeah, it's like a, some and bushes by a storm and drain. <laughs> <laughs> I got a spot. You're so gross. You know, some, I got a small bladder. You just got to figure <laughs> you ever, it out. So. You ever think about being an adult and holding it? It's impossible. By the way, uh, he's yelling at me. Every day now, Valdez is screaming, I got a wave and running, leaving the show and the dump button to go take a dump while while we're doing topics and taking calls. How many times have you, have you would you admit that you've been leaving more recently because you either got a wave or you got you got a, you're gonna burst? Well, I have to pee, but the, see the thing see? is the junkies are so so rich with ads ad reads that I can't go during the breaks yeah. because there's two two live ad reads I have to produce during the break. I don't have time to go during commercials. Is that a good enough explanation for you, Detective Drab? I, I think you should hold it. Just hold it to the end of the show. <laughs> How much are, are you thinking? Like, I gotta hold it because if I leave, Drab's gonna screw something up. <laughs> he, he leaves all the time. <laughs> I don't think that at no. all. You're, you're reaching. <laughs> um, all right, guys. The I think. Well, uh, well, I can't give him zings to say on air if I'm not there. All right. yeah. I, I don't need your zings. All right, <laughs> don't ever give me a zing again. Okay. All right, I'll show you that I can carry carry my own weight. All right, okay. as far as zings go, or or, or humorous antidotes. Okay, <laughs> antidotes, anecdotes, anecdotes. Who cares? I'm a producer. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the show this week. I think it's a good show. Another fun episode. I have fun doing these. Follow yeah. us on social media. Um, we're going to upgrade our Twitter and Instagram. We're working on, on a logo. Um, we got a lot of stuff in the pipeline that definitely. we're working but on. But give us a follow and spread the word. Our, 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 our downloads are, are going up. So you guys are doing a good job telling people about it, but please continue to do that. Share it on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, wherever you have it. Mm-hmm. And, um, when you see the, the stories that we're, when you see a story on social media, make sure you click the link. And check out the, you know, uh, for extra, you know, or share it with people because Adam's going to start putting the link right there in the stories that you guys see. All right. In right. the videos. Adam, you're doing a great job with those. People Thanks. love the videos. Yeah. You guys are doing a good job creating funny content. Should I sell my Bigfoot sweatshirt? Somebody mentioned that. I think that's a hysterical bit. I bet you I get a hundred bucks for that. How much did you pay for it? Thirty five. <laughs> what if you signed it? <laughs> I'll sign it if that, if that adds to the value of it. That's but funny to sign. <laughs>
And so, and so, what? All of our so, bit season fans. Yeah. If we have a bit season appearance, someone can buy it and wear it. I, I, I'm sure Richmond John's good for at least fifty. Are <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you that desperate? For that? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the show. We're having a lot of fun. Next week is going to be another great week of the Junkies. Hopefully we get it in. As- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.